Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for another edition of the Roundtable with somebody who grew up in New York as a Jets fan but now does national sports talk radio down in Houston for Sports Map Radio, Mr. Jake Asman. Jake, what's going on, buddy? Scott, I'm doing well. Great to talk to a fellow Syosset Brave. Thanks for having me. <laughs> indeed, indeed. What a small world it is. Two huge Jets fans who grew up right around the same place. And now we're here talking about the team that has a lot of speculation surrounding it involving your new city in Houston. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, I wanted to find out if there was anything that you took out of the Adam Gase era that you would say was a positive. A positive. I mean, I'll do my best to spin it as best as I can because there's nothing positive about the last two years and, and wasting Sam Darnold's career as a Jet because I think it's over. I'm sure we'll get to that. But, I, I mean, the, the one positive from the Gase error is, by accident, the Sala error is is automatically better. It all, all Robert Sala has to do is just show up to work, and he's already a better head coach <laughs> than Adam Gase. So that's one positive. And I guess the other positive would be if they end up taking the second overall pick and turning that into Deshaun Watson, or they end up taking the second overall pick and the picks they got in the Jamal Adams trade and turn that into Deshaun Watson, then maybe at the end of the day, we, we owe Adam Gase for being so bad at this job. It actually you know worked out for the Jets. So we'll see how that unfolds. But there's basically nothing good that came out of the last two years of Jets football. Hopefully some good things come out of the next few years of Jets football with the man that you just mentioned, the new head coach, Robert Sala. Where are you on that hire? I like it a lot, Scott. I really do. Now, I'm not going to pretend and, and, and you know, give you a, a big take that he's going to be the greatest coach ever. But, you know, out of the guys that were out there, 
He intrigues me the most. I, I love his personality. I love the fact that his message to the team is that he's going to coach the entire team. He's not just an offensive guy or just a defensive guy. You know, you just need a good coach. The, the Jets have lacked that for so long, where someone that can coach the entire football team, a CEO personality. I think players will want to play for him. I think the fact that Richard Sherman already came out and was encouraging Deshaun Watson to go to the Jets kind of tells you overnight that the reputation for the Jets has changed now that Douglas is in here and now obviously that style is coaching the team. So I'm excited. I, I think this is the the best hire the Jets could have made given the circumstances. And, you know, I hope that Salah comes in and, and has success right away, and I think he will. Jake, since you brought up Joe Douglas, what do you think of him so far? I know he's only had one true offseason because he came in after the draft and after free agency his first year. There were some hits, there were some misses, but he's got a ton of capital to work with this offseason, which we'll get to in a bit in both the draft and in free agency. Where are you with the job that he's done so far? Yeah, I think he's done a nice job so far, Scott. I think given the circumstances, you know, you, I'm sure he'd like to, you know, take back some of the moves, you know, not re-signing Robbie Anderson and whatnot. There's some others we could point to. But, you know, given the fact that he inherited such a bad roster and had such an awful coach, I don't know if there was that much that he really could have done that was that much better than what we've seen over the last couple of years. You mentioned it. He's only had one true offseason. And if we're going to judge the GM, you got to judge him, most importantly, by their draft class. And I think last year's Jets draft class is going to turn out to be a massive success. I think Makai Beckton has all pro potential. I love Denzel Mims. They got to get him the ball. He's got to stay healthy, but I think there's upside there. I think Ashton Davis could be a really big time player on that defense. So, you know, if you hit on your first couple of picks in every draft, what you do at the back end is kind of, you know, house money. And the Jets now have set themselves up because of smart trades by Joe Douglas and have 19 picks over the next two drafts. So while I'm, I'm optimistic about Joe Douglas so far, he's really going to be defined by how the next couple of off-seasons go and you know how Robert Sala is as a head coach because this was a Douglas hire. I like the Sala hire because it wasn't you know a search firm. It wasn't a Peyton Manning BS recommendation. <laughs> it was a football guy and Joe Douglas making a football hire. So you know I like Joe. I hope he gets it right because I think as a Jet fan, if he gets it right, the Jets will be headed in the right direction. Let's talk about what he has to do to get it right, and we'll start with free agency. Internally, what do you think the Jets should do there? Do you want to see Marcus May stick around on a long-term deal? Brian Poole, who do you think should stay, and who do you think should go? Yeah, I would love to see them bring back May if they have to use the franchise tag on him to keep him. I have no issue with that. I like Marcus May. The one issue with him is that he does have you know, an issue staying on the field. In a couple of his seasons, he's always missed some games, but he had a great season this past year. And I think the Jets in particular, I think Joe Douglas will learn from his mistake of last offseason, you know, not you know, letting your best player leave in free agency. I think he really regrets the Robbie Anderson uh, situation and how that went. So I think the Jets will make it a priority to keep Marcus May. Um, you know, as far as some of the other guys that are on this team, I think Poole's a solid corner. I think they could certainly upgrade there, but he's not a bad player to try and bring back. You know, there's not that many guys that the Jets have that are free agents that are like must sign. You know, they got to continue to build it through the draft. They have all this cap space to be aggressive in free agency with. And I think they will. Um, but Marcus May, I think, is a really good player. And if they kept him on the franchise tag while they try and work out a long term deal, I think that would be OK as well. You have all this cap space. Take advantage of the fact that you actually could use the franchise tag as a weapon. How about externally? Any free agents in particular you'd like to see the Jets go after? I, I think they got to just improve at the skill position players. You know, wide receiver, I think, is a huge need 
for this team. They can use the draft to address that position as well. But if they could be aggressive in free agency and, and try and land, you know, Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay, or, you know, I don't love Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's an upgrade over what they've had. I think they got to be aggressive to improve, you know, the receiver position on this team, regardless of who's playing quarterback. If it's Sam Darnold coming back or if it's Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or I hope Deshaun Watson, they got to get the, the, those quarterbacks better weapons. So I think some of that cap space has to go to wide receiver. I think if they can continue to improve the offensive line, they have to do it. Um, so I, I think, you know, there's really not a single position group where, you know, us Jeff fans would sit back and say, yep, they're good there. They, they won two games. The entire roster needs improvement wherever they could get it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. The biggest position that's going to get talked about this offseason, Jay, because you said the skill positions are key. And the most important skill position is the quarterback spot. And we know what's going on with Sam Darnold. It's a will he stay or will he go situation. Are they going to trade him? Are they going to stick with him? If they do trade him, are they going to draft somebody? Or if they don't draft somebody, are they going to make a big trade for, say, Deshaun Watson or somebody like that? So we'll get to what you've heard down on the ground in Houston about Watson in a second. But first... What do you think they should do at quarterback? What do you think they're going to do? And do you think that it would be prudent to move on from Sam Darnold at this point? Let me say this, Scott. I love Sam Darnold. I think the Jets have failed him. I even mentioned it at the top. But I just think the writing is on the wall that he's gone. You know, even if they don't trade for Deshaun Watson, which would be, you know, the number one goal for the Jets. Try and get Watson. And then if you can't get get Watson, pivot to plan B. But – I just don't see the path for Sam Darnold being on this team, right? I mean, it just comes down to the circumstances of the situation. One being Sam Darnold's going into year four. So while I think a lot of Jet fans like his talent and we root for Sam, he's a great kid. We want to see him do well. You're taking a huge risk when you're picking second overall, banking on Sam Darnold to be good in year four. He might be on another team, but if you're the Jets and you have the second overall pick in a loaded quarterback draft, you can't bank on Sam being good. You might need to just move on because you're going to have to pay Sam. He's going into his fourth year. You got to worry about that fifth year option, picking that up and guaranteeing him $25 million. It just doesn't make sense. The only way you keep Sam Darnold 
is if you evaluate the quarterbacks coming out this year and you think Sam is light years better than those guys. And I just find that hard to believe given the fact Sam was so bad in 2020. So I think the most likely scenario is, regardless of a Watson trade, Sam Darnold's not quarterback in the Jets. They'll trade him, try and get a late one, more likely get a second-round pick and add that to the draft capital they already own, and they're going to end up taking a quarterback with that second pick. Joe Douglas did not draft Sam Darnold. And as much as I think Jet fans love Sam and want to see him do well, it's just, once again, too big of a risk just to assume that it was all gays, it was all the bad weapons, and that in year four, Sam magically flips a switch and becomes an elite quarterback. And that's really what the game is. Like, you can't win a Super Bowl unless you have an elite quarterback. Like, it's not just about Sam being above average. Can he be great? I don't know if he could be great. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. But I do know this. It's way too big of a risk to take that chance when you have the second overall pick and you can get a quarterback once again on a rookie contract. Jake, we mentioned Deshaun Watson, so let's talk about him. You're down in Houston. You know what's going on with this situation. Adam Clanton, who's one of the big sports talk guys down there, has been on the show a couple times to bring us up to speed on what a mess it is and how it got to this point where Deshaun Watson, who's not somebody who's known for making waves, is at the point where he's asked for a trade, and I don't know that he's quite demanded a trade yet, but it sounds like he's pretty close to that point. What's going on down there? What's the latest? And do you think that the Texans are going to relent and eventually trade Deshaun Watson? I do think eventually he's traded. I just don't trust the Texans to actually do it at the appropriate time. Like, I think there's a scenario where they don't trade him by the draft and then they cave, you know, once the season starts or in training camp, which would just be, wouldn't be shocking given how this team's been run the last year and a half, but that would be organizational malpractice. If they're going to trade Deshaun Watson, the deadline to do it to maximize his return value is the draft. Like, you have certainty on where the picks would be that you'd be getting back in a Watson trade. Like, if you trade with the Jets, you know you're getting the second-best quarterback in, in, in the quarterback class coming out. You're getting the best guy not named Trevor Lawrence, right? If you're, if you're going to wait until after the season starts or after training camp begins, well, then all of a sudden, uh, you're not getting certainty with where those draft picks are going to be. And I've said all along the Jets and Dolphins to me are the two teams that make the most sense for Deshaun Watson. I do think ultimately they trade him. I just don't feel confident that they're going to go about it the right way and and make the best decision to maximize his value. I think the situation gets ugly. And if they don't trade him by the draft, then what they need to do is just have him sit out the full year and let him come back and fake a back injury. So he gets, you know, a year of of service time. So his contract doesn't toll over and then trade him next off season after the Texans go two and 14 and have the first overall pick. Like, they, they, they can't just decide to trade him after this year's draft. He would have to wait another year for his value to be reestablished. So it's a messy situation. It's a game of chicken. Which side will blink first? I do think, though, if the Texans were smart, they'd deal him before the draft. But I can't sit here and tell you with any confidence that they're going to do that. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, who is the most plugged-in guy down there with the Texans, as you well know, has said a couple of times that he believes that if the Texans were to trade Deshaun Watson, the Jets would be the most likely destination because it appears that the Jets are on his list of acceptable teams. And most importantly, as you said, 
the Jets could offer the opportunity to pick not necessarily the second best quarterback in the draft because we don't know how that's going to turn out, but their choice of the number two quarterback in the draft, whoever it is they think is going to be the second best quarterback in the draft. No other team can offer that. And then obviously the Jets have a ton of other assets, which include draft picks that they got for Jamal Adams. So do you think that if they trade Deshaun Watson before the draft, that the Jets are the most likely team to get him? Yes, I do. I Because of kind of what you just talked about, Scott, you're giving them the second overall pick. Like that, that, that is more valuable than anything the Niners can offer or the Panthers could offer. See, the Jets are giving the Texans a chance to, to get hope at the quarterback position once again. Like I, the, the Texans don't want Jimmy Garoppolo, right? They don't want, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. They probably don't even want Tua based on what I've heard from some folks connected to the situation, but that's not really out there just yet. And, and so I, I think ultimately the Jets make the most sense for Deshaun because they could give up a bunch of assets to get them and then still have plenty of resources such as the cap space, such as all these additional picks in you know the top three rounds over the next two years to put a real team around him. And if Deshaun Watson really wants to leave the Houston, the, you know, the Houston Texans so badly, he's not going to be in a position where he's going to veto trades that get him out of there. Like if the Jets come to the Texans and make the best offer, I don't think Watson's going to be like, yeah, I'm not going there because I only want to go to Sam Fran. I think Watson wants to get out of Houston so badly, he'll take a trade to any team that – that it, it, that is, you know, willing to acquire him, and that the Texans would agree to a trade to. So I, I think that you know this list that's out there of teams Watson would waive the no trade to. I don't really think it matters because when push comes to shove, I think the best offer the Texans get for Deshaun is where they're going to trade him to. And the Jets by just offering the second overall pick, that's more valuable than any of these mid round picks some of these teams in on Watson could offer. Plus, if you're the Niners or you're the Panthers and you acquire Deshaun Watson, the future first round picks that you're getting. Guess where those picks are going to be in the 20s, late 20s? I mean, if the Niners were to trade for Deshaun Watson, they're in the Super Bowl next year, right? So let's pick 30, 31, or 32. Like, that's the type of picks you're talking about. There's no value for that. So if you're the Jets, you offer the second overall pick. You could offer the 23rd overall pick. The Jets then could trade Sam Darnold for maybe a late one or a second-round pick so they have some assets to help build a team around Deshaun. They have all these mid-round picks over the next two drafts. They have all this capital and cap space. They need to use it because a player like Deshaun Watson just doesn't become available. I don't care what it would really take. If it means having to go to a fourth first round pick, and I don't think it would take that, you do it because the Jets need to solve their quarterback position once and for all. Everything else is just hoping someone's good. Deshaun Watson is great. He's not good. He's great. He's 25 years old. He has cost certainty through 2025. The Jets are in the driver's seat to get him if he's made available. They got to do whatever it takes to make that a reality. I totally agree with you on that, Jake, and I've said so many times. I think a lot of people don't realize just how impossible it is to find a quarterback who is as good or better than Deshaun Watson, especially at 25 years old. So if you have the opportunity to get him, you do whatever you've got to do within reason, of course. You're not going to give up 12 first-round picks, but I'm saying within any kind of reasonable value of a trade, you have to make that happen. But I wanted to get back to something that you talked about and sort of glossed over to a tag of Iowa, you're saying you're hearing that the Texans are not all that high on him. What's going on there? 
Yeah, I just don't think that the. I, I was talking to, to an NFL executive uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and he basically was like telling me that the what the media's perception of what Tua is is not how most NFL personnel people feel about Tua after watching him in the pros for a year. Now, some of that's unfair. He played one season, and he didn't have training camp. He was coming off injury. I think Tua could still be a good quarterback. But I, I, I don't think the Texans are going to be so excited about getting Tua in a deal. Like, I don't think Tua is as attractive to the Texans as maybe some in the media or some fans think he is, is basically the main point. Like, I think the Jets, the Jets make way more sense from a Texans standpoint in maximizing Deshaun's value because they would get their pick of the litter at a quarterback not named uh, Trevor Lawrence. And the issue you would have if you're the Texans by trading with the Dolphins and getting that third pick you still might not get the quarterback you want. So then you would say, oh, well, they'd get two on that deal. Well, what if they don't like Tua? You know what I mean? Like it, they, they, it takes two to tango there. What if they're not sold on Tua translating, you know, to the pros? You know, you had Devontae Smith the other day tell people that he'd rather play for Mac Jones than Tua at the senior bowl. So what does that tell you? I, I just don't think Tua is going to be as good as what some people in the media think he's going to be. I could be dead wrong on that, but the perception I get from talking to people that are in the know on what Tua is as a pro are not nearly as high on him as people, you know, as fans and media are. Well, let's talk about what the Dolphins and Jets could do in the draft then at quarterback, because if the Dolphins perhaps are ready to turn the page on Tua, which could be possible because remember, we saw that happen in Arizona with Josh Rosen, and then they went and drafted Kyler Murray the very next year. So who knows? The Jets are at number two. The Dolphins are at number three. So theoretically, you could see quarterbacks go back to back there. I'd say there's about a 99.9999999999% chance that Trevor Lawrence goes first. I'll leave that slight point oh 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 one percent chance because you know anything could happen, but I'd say it's as close to a lock as you can get that Lawrence is going number one. But then you've got Justin Fields, you've got Zach Wilson, you've got Trey Lance, you've got Mac Jones who seems to be rising up boards. I don't expect Lance or Jones to be that pick, but who knows? We've got a couple of months before the draft happens and a lot of crazy things can come about in that time. Tell me what you think about what the Jets should do there at number two. Would you go quarterback? If so, which one? And then who are some of the other guys that you might like in the other spots? Because the Jets do have two first rounders. They've got a high second, two thirds. So plenty of draft capital to work with in the upcoming draft in April. Right. I I, I would go all offense. So if they don't take a quarterback at two and they trade down, and they're sticking with Sam, then I think you get the best wide receiver in that spot. Or if you want to take the best tackle, that's that's fine, but you already have Makai Becton. I just don't think spending that high of a pick on a right tackle would make a whole lot of sense. So I'd go wide receiver if they trade down. Uh, Quarterback-wise, though, I think they're taking a quarterback. We talked about this at the top. I, I think Sam's gone regardless of what happens with Deshaun Watson, and they're drafting either Wilson or Fields. I actually kind of like Fields a little better than Wilson. When everyone is in love with Wilson – I, that kind of worries me a little bit. I, I think Fields, um, some of his quote-unquote weaknesses are correctable with good coaching. I also think that performance against Clemson, against that type of competition and that spot where he was injured and came back with the crack rib to play as well as he did, that showed me something. Like, that guy's a gamer. He's played against the better competition on Mike Wilson. I actually kind of like Fields over Wilson, but as a Jet fan, I'd be okay 
with either one. Someone asked me on Twitter before we started recording this podcast, if the Jets stick with Sam, would you take a player at two or would you trade back? And I think it's simple. If they stick with Sam, it'd be organizational malpractice to not trade down and get more assets and end up with Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith or one of these excellent skill position players. And then with the second first round pick, I mean, how great would Najee Harris be in a Jet uniform or Travis Etienne? Or, you know, another stud wide receiver that is potentially available. The game is won with offense now. And whoever the quarterback is, it's time the Jets actually invest on that side of the football early on in the draft. They did Becton last year, which is great. He's a stud at left tackle. Now let's go get some weapons for whoever the quarterback is to have a chance to succeed. Jake, we talked about the new coaching staff. We talked about the general manager. We talked about free agency. We talked about the draft. We've talked about Sam Darnold and what the Jets are going to do at the quarterback position. But here's a wild card that we haven't talked about yet. The return of Woody Johnson. We know that in the past, Woody has had a tendency to meddle here and there. Where are you on the return of Woody Johnson? Happy, sad, somewhere in between, don't really care? Uh, I'm kind of indifferent on it, to be honest. I I don't think it's that big of a storyline. You know, I I think the fact that Woody has come back and, you know, he's basically let Chris run the team the last couple of years. He didn't come back and immediately meddle. Right. I mean, if Woody wanted to, he could have halted the Jets head coaching search until he got back. He let Chris Douglas or Chris Douglas, Chris Johnson allowed Joe Douglas to run that search. So I don't think it makes that big of a difference. I know some have talked about Woody, you know, being aggressive and making a big splash and whatnot, but I think he's going to let Joe Douglas run the show. I, I, he was given a six-year contract. The early returns on Douglas are high. Jet fans are excited about you know his draft acumen. So I think that whatever Joe wants to do, whatever him and Sala decide is best for the franchise, is what they're going to do. I don't expect Woody to really meddle a whole lot. And, and honestly, Woody Johnson, compared to Chris Johnson, way more successful of an owner, right? I mean, the, the Jets actually had some success in the 2000s with Woody as their owner. They went to the playoffs three times. Then in 2009 and 2010, we know about the AFC Championship game years. So I don't think uh, Woody Johnson coming back is, is a good or really a bad thing for the Jets. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Jake Asman, host of the Jake Asman Show on Sports Map Radio down in Houston, but of course, grew up in New York, so he is a Jets fan through and through. So glad that he could come on and join the roundtable here in the offseason. Jake, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Hope you'll come back soon. For those who want to check out your show, maybe follow you on social media, how can they do that? Just my Twitter name and Instagram name is just my first and last name, at Jake Asman. That's A-S-M-A-N. And uh, the show I do is Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern on Sports Map Radio. And if you ever want to see clips from the show, just follow me on YouTube. Just search my name, Jake Asmi. You can find everything there. Go ahead and check him out on YouTube. Check out his show. And, of course, follow him on Twitter, at Jake Asman as well. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.